Welcome to the Live Your Wide podcast today. I'm so excited to invite back Al Carraway to visit with us a little bit about living together in families on earth. As I teach at BYU and as I get to interact with people um, within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I like to let them know about our Heavenly Parents' plan for their children as outlined in the proclamation is that husband and a wife together are responsible for, if they choose to, to bring children into the world, they're responsible for nurturing and protecting and teaching, providing for these children, and that they can work together as equal partners in making decisions for their family. And I wanted to ask Al a little bit about her experience with her own life transitioning to being a a wife and a mother, but also her experience when she is able to speak with so many people, how she answers questions about um, the plan for families. So, Al, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love your optimism and enthusiasm so very much. So, how is marriage different than you expected? Oh, my Atlanta. This is great. You know, let's just throw parenting in the same question because I am the last person that ever wanted to be a wife or a mom. (laughs) Never, never once crossed my mind. Really? Ever. No, never, never. Not only did I not think about it, but I was never even asked about it. And that is 100% because of the culture I was raised in. I was raised not a member. I am raised in the East Coast in New York, where it is a thousand percent driven. Everything is what are you doing for your life? What are you doing for yourself? How are you going to take care of yourself? How are you going to provide for yourself? I mean, since before kindergarten, even the, the only emphasis I ever remember having at every stage and age is what are you going to do? What are you going to be? Okay. Wow. Well, that's a, that's a good idea, but is it really going to be enough for you? Uh, you know what I mean? And mm. so, and then of course, you know, with, with my culture, yes, East coast, maybe, but definitely not as a member, but like no one wants to get married. Everyone has divorced parents where I'm from. Um, and it's just not, and so no parents are like, yeah, get married. <laughs> it's all like, <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going for that. My parents aren't telling me to go for that. I see how it ended up with them. And you know what? I'm fine on my, fine my, fine on my own. <laughs> and so even joining the church, um, I was 21 when I joined, I was still trying to wrap my brain around the fact of I should probably get married because that's, you know, I want, I want to do what God wants me to do. Um, and I do believe that, you know, this is all part of it. And it'll, and I believe that it could be a good thing because it's coming from God, but it, I, it was hard mm-hmm. to want that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm happy to report though, that both of them are wildly better than I ever could have imagined. And wow, it's just, I, I, for someone coming, it's so foreign to me and definitely unwanted. My life has never been more vibrant wow. than both of those things unraveling. Hmm. 
That's amazing. So you didn't have real role models about marriage or even being a mother, really, it sounds like, maybe. Never even held a baby until it was my own. Never held a baby, ever. What what was that like? (laughs) Oh, it's just so cute and so little, but I'm like, you're literally letting me just leave with a human being. Like, I just (laughs) couldn't... it's fine. Everyone's alive. Everyone has their limbs. Got a few <laughs> teeth knocked out, but we're alive. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I have marveled at forever, how our Heavenly Parents trust us so much to send their children to us to screw up <laughs> as we try to raise them. It's just amazing. <laughs> kids are resilient. If that's anything I've learned from parenting is kids are d- definitely resilient. <laughs> They are, they're resilient, more resilient than we know. So I know that probably in your speaking and engaging with a lot of different people, um, what are things, how do you answer a question like, why do you believe our Heavenly Parents' plan um, for their spirit children revolves around the need for both a man and a woman or a mother and a father? Um, You know, I don't know that I could have fully answered that until you actually get married um, and you're kind of living it and and seeing it. And, you know, it's interesting because my shortest relationship pre pre baptism was two years. That was my shortest relationship. And I remember thinking, yikes, I'm having, you know, if it takes me this long to realize it's not working out, like there's, there's just troubled waters and that was best, (laughs) you know, but it was still fine, but it wasn't until, but I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so many different elements that I've experienced and went through pre-baptism, but it wasn't until doing it the way that God intended. And this can go for any, anything that God asks of us. Mm-hmm. When we do it in the way that he intended, like there's just like, how could you, how can you even list the way that life blossoms for you when you do what God wants you to do in the way that God intended it. I mean, that, that is like the golden rule of just like this life going, sure, maybe unexpected, but, but so much better than I could have picked for myself. Hmm. I mean, I, I just, man, I, I ended up with a really, a really good one. And I just, with him, yeah, life is hard. I mean, we just, I mean, I talked to you before about how my life is in the pattern of bad to worse to even worse. And, and it's so hard, but but I do believe that it's marriage. It's with my spouse that makes those hard things in life easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yikes, what a tool that is. I mean, I don't, I just, it's, it's a tool for a fulfilling and beautiful life. And, and it, for me, has been way better than I could have picked for myself. That's so beautiful to know that your faith in in God and your experiences with Him have made it so that your life is completely different than what you planned, and it's better than what you ever hoped for. And, you know, it really does go back to, like, step one. For me, when I had gotten baptized, there was so much I didn't understand, Mm -hmm. so much that I didn't agree with, even. And that was mostly because of the culture I grew up with, um, but also because I hadn't known 
that much of God yet. I was still learning to trust him. Mm-hmm. I was still learning his ways. And I and it's a long and ongoing process for him to become a reality to you. And, and things are harder to understand or want to do when we're not there yet. And so really like instead of harping over this one concept because there was lots of them that I didn't understand or agree with it just I took it even back further than that then I'm gonna understand I'm gonna I'm gonna get to know him I want to be close with him unrelated to all of those bullet points you know um and and when I learned to be open with him when I learned to be specific mm-hmm. um, in talking to him that is where real progress came. And so when I learned more of him and he became real to me um, and I, I learned to, to trust him a little more then it made those unknowns um, and things, you know, all of those things just become a little easier. Right. Right. So as you've um, become to know God more and made decisions with your life that are more in accordance with his plan for his children. Have you observed within your own self how your identity has changed as you become a wife and a mother? Yeah, I mean, for yeah, I mean, who am I now? Like if I if I could see a sliver of myself back in the day, I just would have been kind of been excited. I would have been excited to see who I am mm-hmm. now. I would have been so elated. Uh, and I am. I'm so proud of myself for pushing through the unknown and putting in the work because oh, I just, I mean, yeah, my life is so hard, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I it's hard now because I I don't I don't often say I'm a I don't often lead introducing myself saying, well, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I don't, those aren't my leading adjectives because I'm still this stubborn, independent New Yorker um, that I identify with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I do and accomplish a lot of things. And I think even the amount of things that I am doing and accomplishing even surprises some members. Um, thinking, wait, where's the balance? Is that the right balance? <laughs> you mm. know? But so I do associate with so many other things that I take great pride in. And my entire identity isn't based around I'm a wife and a mom because I believe that there's so much more. But I believe that I'm better at all of those other things because I am a wife mm-hmm. and a mom. I agree with you 100%. And what a beautiful way you answered that, that you are more than a wife and mom, but the richness of what you do is better because you are a wife and a mother. That's beautifully said. If you had a chance to tell young couples a few practical ideas that they might might help them um, as they move towards marriage and move towards being parents, what type of advice would you give them? Well, I hope that to me, my husband and my um, best quality is uh, communication. I believe that we are, I do, I think we're, I just think he's the best. He's just the best. He's a better person than I'll ever be. And we're able to work through the confusing 
and the hard and the unexpected because we are able to talk about it so well as it is happening, never um, keeping things to yourself and letting it bottle over, but, Mm -hmm. but work on communication as much as possible. Talk about everything. Um, we, we joke saying we had a car courtship because I was already public speaking, um, when I met him and my schedule was already action packed. And every day we had never gone on a first official really date until after we were married, never even watched a movie until two years into marriage because my (laughs) my schedule was so busy. Uh, And we we spent a lot of time in the car. And it is to me, one of the best ways to fully get to know someone is just drive and talk about anything. Try to limit the amount of surprises for marriage. Do not go into a marriage with any surprises at all. Talk about everything, even if it's awkward for you. I, mean, I don't care. It's going to be more awkward once you're in it. <laughs> Talk about everything. And if you're going into having a baby, oh, it's so much better than you even think it is. But my best advice for that is don't listen too closely to other people's advice. <laughs> everything. And really, that's my, well, that's a good piece of advice for any phase you're in. Don't listen too closely to people's advice because most things that people say are hard or that I won't like have been my favorite things. People say, oh, you're going to the temple? Okay, well, uh, really? Because that was my favorite part. Oh, you didn't, you have a kid? Well, you know, just wait until they're two. Really? Because that was my favorite age. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, once you get married, you won't be able to do blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? Because I'm still doing it because you make time for whatever is important. So just don't let other people dictate your own life. Do not take a back seat in your own life. Mm -hmm. Do exactly what you or you and your spouse feel called to do. Pay close attention to your reoccurring thoughts. That is how the spirit speaks to us. And that is how our soul is guiding us to this better path that we may not know exists. So listen to people, sure, but just, you know, live your own life. Mm -hmm. Listen to your your own promptings. Pay attention to your reoccurring thoughts and do what you feel called to do because you're only here once. Mm, That's beautiful. I love that reoccurring thoughts. I haven't expressed it that way before, but that is often the way that we get revelation. So, well, Al, I sure appreciate you for spending some time with me tonight and talking a little bit about changes and ideas and marriage and being a mom. Is there any last thing you want to add or are we good? I don't know. Absolutely. Kids. <laughs> Kids are great. They're the highlight of my life. And I really should be the last person to be saying that. Make good choices. <laughs> Please communicate with yourself, um, with your spouse, with your God. Um, and most importantly, step one ever, if you are thinking about marriage. Please, please, for the love of everything good in this world, make sure you love yourself first before you try and get someone else to to love you. When you love yourself first, it is one of the it is the most powerful tool 
in in life. Um, you know exactly. It's just oh, so if you true. don't love you yet, don't just don't don't go into marriage yet. You love you first. Spend time with you first. Learn you first because we can't expect someone else to learn and understand us if we're not even there yet with with ourselves because things will just be unnecessarily um, tricky. Right. Great advice. I always tell my students, if you can't thrive alone, you definitely won't thrive together. So better start thriving. It, it is It is absolutely accurate. Listen to her. She's a great teacher. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I appreciate you very much. And to my listeners, go out and live your why. 